okay, so let's see if I remember how to do this. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably have a better time picking your nose, but this is how you're choosing to spend your time listening to these guys. Well, at least they both love heavy metal. Here are the old men, Adam and Steven. Yes, welcome all to it. This is the Old Men of Yellow Clouds podcast, when we get together to talk about the things that matter to us. We are episode 112. It is, what day is it? It is August the 1st, yeah. happy BC day. It is around 11 a.m. We are podcasting live out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Yes, and we would like to acknowledge that the land on which we gather is the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. That sexual voice you heard with Stephen. Yeah. My name is Adam. Hello. Uh, before we get into everything, uh, you can support our podcast by hitting our website, oldmenhealaclouds.com, and subscribing to our podcast. And if you want to help us out, please give us a little bit of a donation. Anything, Any little bit helps. Um, so, uh, right off the bat, I forgot to fill in the shit because I, I have everything written down. Episode 112, date, time, place. Obviously, place is always, but I fucked that up. So, uh, <laughs> this is already off to a great start. <laughs> doesn't take, uh, doesn't take long to fall out of practice if you want, oh, if you want to yeah, put it that just, way, I guess. But, uh, well, I just woke up. I, I came from work last night. Work was a shit show yesterday. Right. Uh, a lot of events happening in Vancouver. It wasn't fireworky event, but let's talk about the fireworks. You're in the uh, downtown core. Yes. How was the uh, firework uh, crowd for you? Did you hear it? Did it piss you off? What uh, did the heathens wreck the neighborhood? What was happening uh, in the downtown core? You know, I'm. Uh, we're a little bit closer now. Um, so yeah. So this is the first year of fireworks in what three years, I think. And um, yeah, so. so we are a little bit closer. We hear them a little bit more now. Obviously. We're facing north, so we can't see them. We can see some reflections off the buildings and stuff. So where we're living, it doesn't really affect us anymore. I think the cats are still a little bit freaked. Um, oh, yeah. So the animals, I mean, that's that's probably my biggest complaint. To, well, no, it's not my, it is one of my many complaints I have with the fireworks because, um, yeah, it scares the animals. That's That's definitely very serious. People have lost their pets during this time of year just because of the stupid fireworks. Yeah. And it's uh, it's ridiculous. It's really hard on them, man. So, uh, but of course it's the crowds and the people and the, and the garbage and the bullshit that happens when you get that many drunk people together. Uh, here's the thing. I, I really have not heard or much about anything over these past three evenings, I guess. So it was last Saturday Wednesday and then again last evening. So uh, I haven't heard anything at all. So I haven't heard about any problems. I haven't even yeah. see that the thing is I read the read the news the next day and it's like these especially on a Sunday, it's it's like some of these writers or reporters take Sundays off now because you, you go online and you can't there's nothing new there. Like there's yeah. so there's no information about anything from the past evening or anything like that. So I have not heard of anything significant. So I guess I guess for the most part, we've been avoiding all that bullshit. Anyways, we stay away. 100%. We're not attending, so it it's it's it hasn't been much of a big deal for us. I guess so. I don't know. Have what what have you heard anything? Is there? Uh, so I actually I had to work it. Yeah. Uh, so on Wednesday I came in. I went in for a shift of overtime, 
and um, I worked right downtown. I was right. I was working at Waterfront Station, so okay. I was on uh, the House Side Street. Yeah, and uh, so House Side. It's my waterfront here in Vancouver. Uh, waterfront, you know, by Canada Place, and I was facing the sales, whatever it is. So I, I was up there, and I had about twenty cops to my right. And they were just on standby. It was VPD just hanging out, just shooting the shit. And I was talking to them for a little bit. An excellent, uh, excellent gentleman over there. Uh, but um, yeah, I was shooting the shit. And um, so it, it felt like the energy was really good. It didn't feel chaotic. It, it, it felt like everyone was just out to have a good time, okay. which is maybe why you didn't really see much of it. But having said that, you still get the odd idiot coming up. So I was standing with the uh, VPD officers, and this lady came up to us and goes, hey, VPD and Skytrain, and she fucking flashes us. <laughs> so that was awesome. Oh, um, no. Fuck And me. then, uh, so that, that was incident number one uh, yeah. out of three. Incident number two out of three was a drunk guy, drunk off his tits, walk up to, walked up to us, said, fuck you, VPD, oh, no gave way. him the finger. Really? The cop, one of the cops took a step forward, and he goes, say that again. He's like, fuck you, VPD, and he shoves him. The cop just like gave him a rock bottom, took him to the ground. Boom! I'm like, oh, and even the other cops were like, oh. <laughs> he picked him up, hauled him into the drunk tank. Uh, so that was incident number two, and incident number <laughs> three was I'm on Howe Street, so Howe is like Howe and Hastings, whatever it is. So it's a pretty busy intersection, yeah. and a cab driver backed or ran into, like rear-ended a bicyclist, oh, a cyclist, wow. yeah. and uh, the guy fell out. The cab, the cyclist, hops right back up, starts swearing, runs to the front of the window, and starts beating the shit out of this cab driver. Oh no way! We're just like, holy shit. Cops are like flashing their lights. Four of them jump over the barricade, run over, pull them apart. He's like, you, get on your bike. You, drive away. And um, yeah, so the bike wasn't injured. He just kind of tapped him and made him fell over. I don't know what. But the bike, he wasn't paying attention. And the cyclist actually went backwards because he wasn't really aware of what was going on. So I think that's kind of why. I didn't really, like, I kind of saw it out of the corner of my eye. So I can't really... Um, I don't know really who was at fault, but yeah. it looks, it appears like it was probably a 50 50. But, uh, okay. You know, those damn cyclists. Yeah. And, well, good thing nobody was exactly. seriously no injured, was I guess. That's the main yeah. thing. But, yeah, everybody, no matter what you're, if you're driving a car, if you are uh, on your bike, uh, if you're walking across the street, if you're on the fucking sidewalk, you got to watch where you go, man. Uh, exactly. You, you know, speaking of these cyclists, actually, it's not cyclists specifically, it's these bike lanes. Uh, you know, I mean, personally, I have no problem with the bike lanes. I know people, especially downtown here, bitch about them because the bike lanes are are, are cropping up everywhere. Uh, I, I have no problem. But here, here's the thing. Um, wherever there is a bike lane, and there, if you're turning right, there should always be a turn signal on a, when you're crossing a bike lane. That's That's my point, I guess. There are several places downtown here where... Um, well, yeah, you got to be careful, man. Uh, I mean, in yeah. fact, yesterday we were out and, you know, there was a blind spot in the vehicle that we had and I went to turn right. And you know what? It was right where that cyclist got killed about a month ago on Pacific and Hornby. Okay. So if you're, going, if you're going westbound on Pacific and you're turning right onto Hornby, you're crossing a bike lane, you don't have a turn signal and uh, fuck you. 
I mean, these cyclists are flying sometimes, and and this person was on a scooter, I think, and like I at first I didn't see her, man, and it's not like I almost hit her or anything like that, but it's it's you know it's still it's it's so dangerous, man. Yeah. Uh, so there should be a turn signal, a controlled turn signal wherever you're crossing a bike lane, uh, turning right like that or more left, I guess, if you're if you're on a one way or something, but. Um, so yeah, there's there's many places where that's not the case, and it's it's crazy. It, I, again, I'm fine with the bike lanes, but fucking do it right, man. Make it safe for everybody, because it's so yeah. it's so dangerous. It's so and things shit can happen so fast. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm hit or miss on the bike lanes. I think it's a good idea. It gets people out more and moving more, especially now, especially with the cost of gas and cars being what they are and. Um, but yeah, I agree with you on that. I know there are some bike controlled intersections in the core of Vancouver, like on Georgia. And uh, I want to say, what's the parallel one to how you have? Well, it's, it's, it is, it is Hornby. Yeah. It's Granville, how Hornby, Burrard. Yeah. So it's this, yeah. yeah, So so there is a bike lane, North, South bike lane and that's, yeah. yeah, And it runs and it runs all the way from Pacific, uh, North, all the way to Hastings street. Yes. And so all along there, most of the right-hand lanes are all controlled. Uh, yeah. The one on Nelson, as you're going north on, on Hornby. So I know that one on Nelson is, the one on uh, the one on Georgia is. There's another one further down on, I think it's um, Pender, I think. So there are several controlled, yeah. So you you have basically you you have to wait. Yeah. You, you, there's no green signal. It's a green arrow, I guess, and that's when you can turn right. Otherwise, you have to stop and wait wait your turn, basically. So yeah, that's what they should have all along there for yeah, every. No, I agree with that for yeah. every intersection. Yeah. Because not only are some of the bikes borderline stupid, but most of the drivers are borderline stupid, and you know, like yeah. you said, even checking on a uh, doing your due diligence and shoulder checking and going through and right lane assists and all that shit. Sometimes you just don't see them and accidents unfortunately happen. So if it was all controlled by the city or not the city, but like the traffic lights and a traffic light yeah. system, it would, it would make so much more of a difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So do it right. But yeah, do it right. Damn it. Uh, what the hell else is going on? Oh, uh, so yeah. So the reason why we took some time off is I went on vacation. Um, I went to the lovely city of Victoria. Cool. So I know you're like, why did you go to Victoria? Well, shit, I'll tell you, people. <laughs> right. um, well, Victoria is just a boat ride away, but I've only been to uh, Victoria a couple times. Uh, I've been there for some family functions. My dad's brother have, lives there, so I went to visit their family a couple times. My aunt used to live there, so I went there like once or twice, whatever, just for a visit and back and forth. And I went there for like maybe a couple booty calls or something. But um, I don't <laughs> remember hanging out in Victoria. Like I've never walked the streets. I've never been to Parliament. I've never done any of that shit. So I because like, we were planning a vacation last year because I have to book a year in advance and we didn't know where COVID was going to be. So I um, girlfriend's like, let's go to Victoria. I'm like, okay. So uh, we booked to Victoria. We're there for a lovely five nights, five nights, six days. And it was pretty cool, man. Uh, we had some great food. I finally went to the Parliament Buildings, just finally got to see what it looked like. Uh, we went to the Malahat Skywalk, which was a highlight. Uh, do you know what that is, the Malahat no, Skywalk? No, no, I don't. No, it's along the highway so, north of Victoria then, right? And yes. there's some sort of, well, yeah, tell yeah, me about so, yeah, so it's a big contraption. It's kind of like the Capilano Suspension Bridge. But uh, you show up to this place, you pay your 30 bucks to get in, you walk along this pretty wicked path, and you 
go up the structure. Structure is like 300 feet up in the air, so you're walking up. No stairs. It's just kind of like this gradual ramp all the way up, and you get to the very top, and you get an awesome view of the Indian arm. Oh, cool. So you can just see the arm, and it's pretty cool. But to get down, you get in a sack, and you go down a slide. Oh, no way. So, yeah, that's that was that was a pretty big selling point. So that was, uh, that was pretty fun. Um, also went to Bouchard Gardens. Yeah. Heard about I do that not place. recommend. No. I do not recommend going to Bouchard Gardens. It's overpriced, but uh, it was cool to see all the neat plants and stuff. They do it. They do a good job keeping it up kept and, and stuff. So yeah, what's the admission there now? Uh, it's like thirty six, thirty seven oh, bucks. Yeah, yeah. Because my so mom, my mom always talks. She went there. This was years ago. She yeah, yeah, yeah. she loves the place. And uh, I mean, I think she's only been there once or twice, but she always brings it up every time she talks about the past and going to the island and that was one of the highlights and for her uh so but yeah it's yeah. probably a lot more expensive now than it was back then but i mean don't get me wrong it's super cool but uh having been to like disneyland a couple times i think disneyland's flowers are better than the bouchard garden oh yeah flowers. okay controversial but you also get rides at disneyland so <laughs> it's right. which one's better also but to be fair bouchard gardens does have a carousel so, uh, you know, <laughs> a little bit of uh, yay, nay there. But uh, no, it was cool. I had a bunch of good food. Um, hit a lot of different breweries. Um, yeah, it was it was a pretty good time. Had a, had a decent uh, little good vacation. So now planning for vacation of 2023. Um, so, but yeah, it was, uh, it was good. Uh, did you? So, no, let's stick with your Victoria trip. What, um, what, uh, so what was your favorite a brewery that you visited. You uh, we one? went to this. Yep, went to a visit. Uh, it was called. Um, we went to two. We went to um, Lighthouse, which yep. was the very first brewery we went to, and um, it was really good. I had uh, we, I had a flight at all these places just to try everything. Yeah, and ended up liking this double IPA called Numbskull. Ooh, sounds uh, good. Nine point eight. Uh, kicks you in the pants a little bit. Yeah. Uh, then we went to Driftwood, which is home of um, the Fat Tug, Fat Tug beer. Yes. So, Tasty. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a pretty decent beer. And the lady was pretty cool. She gave me a pin. So I have a pin from that place. But uh, Lighthouse was so good that on the way back to the ferry, we ended up picking up a flat of that numbskull. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's uh, it was pretty good. And the guy, uh, we told the guy we were from out of town, and he hooked us up. He gave us uh, 20% off on it. So Awesome. Very thankful to the kids over at uh, Lighthouse Brewing over in Victoria. So check them out if you get a chance. Right on. Good stuff. Um, yeah, so that was good. Uh, best food we ate in Victoria went to this place called The Fish Hook. Um, and it was a Indian expo- or Indian infused fish and chips place, but they had a bunch of different shit. So I had a tandoori salmon, which was fantastic on some sort of basmati flavored awesome rice. And the girlfriend had like a pound of mussels soaked in this awesome broth. Wow. And um, yeah, that was the that was really really good. That was my favorite place to be ate. Uh, but I also went to a, a, a classic fish and chips there. So right across the Parliament State or building, there's a it's right next to the water there, and there's a great place called Redfish Bluefish, and it's traditional fish and chips. And I just had salmon, one two piece salmon, whatever it was, but it was really good. They also have these they call them tornadoes, but they're just wraps. And uh, the girlfriend had like a. A cod wrap, whatever it is. But I took a bite of that, and that was fantastic. Mm, so Sounds pretty good. 
So that was that, but uh, you know, nothing, just, it was mostly just going there to relax. You're on vacation, we relaxed, had some laughs, did some other stuff, but you know, it was just, it was just a cool, peaceful trip. Nothing really out of the ordinary. We stayed at the Strathcona, uh, it was right, it was like a walking distance to everything. And what was awesome there is parking was only $10 a night. Okay. And uh, other places, parking at places is $25 a night at some places, yeah. but, so it wasn't too bad. Didn't, uh... I hate paying for parking. It oh, I know. Me. Well, you're already paying for a hotel, and, and I mean, I get yeah. it. It's a lot of people who stay at hotels or tourists and and whatever. They took a bus or a flight over or something like that, right? So they don't need parking, but so it, they always charge extra. But at the same time, it just doesn't doesn't make sense. You're, it's. I mean, they've got parking right there, typically at the hotel. It's there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I don't understand it either. And, they just they they soak you for the room and now they're trying to nickel and dime you for every other little thing on top of that. So yep, yeah, it's crazy. So so fast forward a couple of days later, when I showed home to back to the uh, pararoomage here, I opened my mail and I got a speeding ticket. <laughs> so I got nailed on Oak and Fifty Seventh yeah. at seven o two in the morning when I went to go pick my parents up. It, and it was a speed trap camera, which is the first time I've ever went through one of these things. Yeah. So I was doing a 79 in a 50 zone. Ooh. So wow. whipping up Oak Street back, yeah. you know, 7 a.m. No one's on the road. You're just going, right? Yeah. Um, but guess what my, I guess how much that was. Wow. So you're almost 30 clicks over. I bet you're looking at 300 bucks. Yeah. Pretty close. Well, pretty close. Almost closer to four. So it was Holy 396. Holy shit. Wow. Three ninety six, wow. uh, and there's something I can do about it because the the camera clocked me. It's technology yeah. to clock me through the thing. Yeah. So I was pissed off about that. Uh, but then I promptly came home and Googled where these uh, speed traps are on lights. Yeah. So they're now all in my phone. So if <laughs> I go somewhere, it'll advise me to slow down when I show up. But I, I agree with it. On obviously you shouldn't be speeding. Speeding is bad. Don't speed people. But if there's no one on the road. Seven in the morning, and I was keeping up the flow of traffic too. Like there was a couple guys on the road, weren't racing by any means, but we're just going. We're just head whipping downtown. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they probably got clicked too because we all were going around the same kind of uh, yeah same distance. And like they, I have it here. They I don't know if you can see this, but uh, you probably can't see it. But it has uh, yeah, it has four photos of me and said two other drivers going through the light. Um, yeah, just oh, it tells us where we were. My license plate, what lane I was in, what time it was at, how fast I was going. Wow. Um, yeah, it's uh, it really, they really screw you on that one. But yeah. I can't remember the last time I got a speeding ticket. Well, obviously, I don't drive as much anymore. But um, yeah. but I have been, obviously, I've been pulled over by the cops for speeding. And I have gotten oh, yeah. the traffic cam tickets or something to... Um, I, I, I mean, I mean, you're right. I, I, and I, you know, people shouldn't speed. It's not safe, and blah blah blah. And I agree with all that. At the same time, the the camera, it's another cash cow. It, it, yeah, it really exactly. is. It really yeah. is. Um, I, I, you know, if I'm speeding, the cop should be pulling me over, getting out of his fucking vehicle, and writing me a ticket. Exactly. And hey, I'm if I'm guilty, I'm guilty, right? And yep. and sure, you, you know, you could say that the you know, the cameras are picking you up too and you and like you said, you can't do anything about it. You're you I mean Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they probably say you can dispute it or fight it if you want to, but what's what's you're not going to win. Yeah. Right? So, 
but but seriously, it, it's a it's a fucking cash cow. Um, I don't agree with them. You know what? The probably the only traffic cameras uh, that I don't necessarily mind are the red light cameras. Yeah, that is that is obviously. I mean, sure, speeding is dangerous too. But but hey, if I'm going. 10 or 15 clicks over the speed limit or like yourself, nobody's around, whatever. If I'm on the highway and there's nobody around and, and there's a fucking speed trap uh, and I'm doing 15 clicks over and you're just taking a fucking picture of my vehicle as I'm whipping by, that, yeah. that's bullshit, man. It really yeah, is. Yeah. Like, like, fuck off. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's to pad their budget or to increase their, their revenue, I guess. And uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I just don't like it. The, the red light tickets or the red light cameras, yes, those are extremely dangerous yeah. and, and fine. If you want to nail somebody for doing that, for blowing a red light, go for it, man. Yep. Um, there is, like, I've I've gone to this intersection thousands of times. Oka Street is my way into the city. Like, yeah. that's the way I go. And this is the first time this happened to me. So I wonder if it's on a timer or something like that. Because, like, when I was working at the Big Black Tower... I would take Oak Street and I'd be doing about a buck twenty up Oak Street, <laughs> not even breaking the sweat because it's it's four in the morning. There is nobody yeah. on there. I was lucky if I saw two or three cars on the highway and maybe one car up on Oak all the way down to like Seventeenth. I made it turn down Hemlock to whip down. Yeah, but um, yeah, it it just it just blew my mind, and um, I think I also think there should be more red light tickets because. Like you said, we're more because red light, that's very dangerous. And I've yes. seen so many people parked at a red light, nobody's there, and they just go through. And um, I actually witnessed an accident. There was, uh, what the fuck was I? I think I was, I was up in Langley. It was like 200th and something, uh, 200th and like 88th. And the dude, it was late at night again. I was coming back. I think I was coming back from my first session on my tattoo. And I was coming back. And uh, there was no one at the light, and it was like two in the morning after the session. And he looked both ways and just went, but he didn't see anything happen. And he got clipped. He got his bottom end got clipped because yeah. he ran the red light. So you know, pulled over, gave the other guy my information, and went on my way. But yeah, the red light tickets, the red light camera tickets are, uh, you know, they need to. I agree with that fully. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, well, just something else for you to fucking spend money on, then, right? Oh yeah, well that's that was uh, that was not a happy thing. That was uh, uh, no kidding. I'd be know. pissed too. But uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, what the hell else has been going on? Oh, I've been going to a chiropractor. So with our health journey, um, and I want to ask you about that. Get your update on that. But what's happened with me was now I was training with Hannah, who we've had on the show. Check out that episode. You can find it at oldmanhealthclouds.com. Um, I was training with her and with the. What was going on is I was getting better and better in shape, but my body's natural defense decided to tilt my hip. So my hips turned tilted. They're like, what are you doing? You're exercising. You don't do this. <laughs> so what? So my hips tilted, which she's heard of before and has seen it happen before. So she's like, go to a chiropractor, get it, get it up and ready to rock. So the chiropractor I found, I see her in White Rock. She's really cool. Recommended through my massage therapist. And it's a pretty funny story. So she has to get in and adjust my pelvic muscle. And your pelvic muscle is closest to your groin. And she looks at me and she goes, I was wearing pants because it was still cool out. And she looks at me and she goes, I need to put you in a gown. I'm like, why the fuck do I need to wear a gown? She's like, well, I got to adjust your hip, 
your hip bone. I'm like, well, can I just can I just go in my boxers? And she goes, uh, sure. It's like I don't normally get people to. She's like, I think she works with older people, so she wasn't really um, like adjusted just going in my boxers. I'm like, get yeah, sure. Uh, boxers fine, no problem. I have no shame. And she goes at me, and she goes, okay. So that's thing two. And she goes, okay. Well, now we got. She's getting uncomfortable. I'm like, you need me to move my penis, don't you? And she goes, yes. Uh, so uh, I'm just like, she's like, I'm like, don't worry, you can move it too. It's pain. It doesn't matter. I'm like, I've been told I've been above average. I don't know if that's true. Maybe you can give me a second opinion. So I lie down on the table and I move it to the left. And she goes, oh, okay. Yeah, now we're ready to rock. So she gets in there, does the adjustment, which hurt like a bitch, by the way. But um, yeah, I, I got to get that down once or twice more, and I should be ready to kind of because uh, she was working on my lower back a lot. But this is the last kind of steps for my hip to kind of fall into place and to untilt my pelvis. So that was pretty good. But when I saw her last time, I was like, "She was like, what's sore now?" I'm like, "Oh, I screwed up my back." And she's like, "How'd you screw up your back?" I'm like. I did a shoulder check and yawned, and I think I screwed something up, and she just started laughing. But honestly, I think that's how I did it because, you know, we're getting older now, and I'm just, I look over, I yawned, and I was like, ah, something broke in my shoulder. So she just started laughing. She's like, yeah, that's uh, one of the better ones I've heard. But, uh, you know, it's that's just hilarious. kind of like, but I, I like chiropractor. I, I think a lot of people give it shit, but I, I found it pretty, be, uh, pretty beneficial to me. Uh, so my question to you is, uh, do you go to a chiropractor or any massage therapy on a regular basis? I have not. I've never been to either. Uh, I guess I've never oh, been. Shit. I've never been to for Cairo. That's that's for sure. So yeah, uh, I know. I know the better half has been on occasion uh, for a couple things, and she really finds it helpful, beneficial. Yeah, a big difference. She noticed a big big difference right away. Right. So, um, I, I guess I've. It's not that I've never. Like, it's not like I don't like it or don't agree with it or don't think it, I, it's not like I don't think it would work. I guess I've just never been, I've never been referred. I've never been told that maybe Cairo would be an option as, as part of my treatment. It's, it's yeah. always been physio typically, right? Or physio, exercises, stuff like that. I mean, I know I've got a bad back. I've got some degeneration going on there. I mean, I'm I'm sore all over. I, I mean, I had X-rays and ultrasound on my shoulders, my left one most recently, and obviously there's a lot of uh, tendonitis and calcification going on there, and that's just age, man. It's just it's yeah. shit like that happens, and there's not a hell of a lot you can do about it. Um, even Cairo for stuff like that, just you know, it just wouldn't it do would any really good. Work. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, the answer is no, I've never been, but it's not like I don't agree with it or anything like that. Because, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're right. A lot of people think they're quacks and shit, and, um, but they, they do seem to work for a lot of people. So, uh, what about massage therapy? Have you been to massage or like an RMT? Uh, no, I've not. Oh, fuck. You should maybe try that. Are you I covered sh- with I, benefits? Yeah. Or no? See, I should. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I should. It's, um, I think that would help me quite a bit, and I've never been. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because you know you you are given a certain amount of money every year. Like, so why not use it? Because that would yeah, work, exactly. that would work for sure. I'm sure that would feel make me feel pretty good. Yeah, massage therapy is like if you've never been, it's uh it's gonna be a little weird. But I, I've been going for I don't know fucking ten years, uh, so it's been it's been pretty good, and my benefits are actually pretty decent. So 
uh, you know, people bitch about low pay or whatever it is. I know I'd rather have a little bit more money, but you know, taking advantage of all these benefits kind of makes you feel like you're getting paid more. So <laughs> I take advantage of all that shit, man. Yeah. Like I even got a new pair of orthotics through work. I'm like, yeah, I should probably get new orthotics. So I got new orthotics for my boots for winter time. So, oh yeah, right on. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely go uh, go for a massage. It's uh, it's worth it. It's therapeutic. Go for an hour. Just telling you a full body and what whatever works works. And if it doesn't work, then you, at least you could say you tried. Yeah, and you might feel better from it. So yeah, for sure, they might be able to work out some of the kinks in your shoulder or what's going on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure it'd be nice and relaxing. Anyways, walk out of there oh, feeling 100%, feeling yeah. cool. Um, uh, so what's your health journey update? Have you, uh, continued skating? Do you feel better as your time improved? What's going on with that? You know, you know, I've been continuing with the skating usually every second day. Um, nice. usually it's the Stanley park trip that I take. It's about 15 and a half or 16 K. Um, last Saturday, I also went out to, it's the, um, it's the Seymour, Dam Trailway is that what it's called? I think I don't know if you've ever been up that way. Basically, basically, there's a paved trailway from a parking lot. I think it's the it's a it's a water treatment. Like I don't think it's a sewer. Oh, it's a water filtration system or building or facility that they've set up below the dam area. Sweet. And uh, there's a trailway that takes you all the way up to the dam, and it's and it's awesome. It's uh, there's cyclists there's skaters there's people walking and running uh but it's typically it's it's not open to traffic right so and it's yeah, yeah. it's a smooth uh paved trailway nice and wide uh hilly like not really big hills but you know you've got grades going up and down and it's there and back it's about 20 or 22k uh yeah. so i also did that last week first time in a while actually i did that once when i first moved here about 20 years ago Oh, sweet! And because uh, I remember, I remember doing it, but it's it I, it didn't look familiar to me. Like it's all changed. It's been a long time. Yeah. There's been a lot of growth and stuff in the area, but it's an awesome awesome skate, man. It was a it was a nice. We went early in the morning, um, so it was a pretty good day. So so overall, I, I mean, I've been I've been doing that, and you know what? It's made such a big difference already. Like it's oh, been really it's been. Like I've been back at it for a good two months or two and a half months now. I, probably I've, closer to three. Yeah, I've probably yeah. lost five pounds. Um, I feel a lot better. I went to my doctor last week, and he noticed that you know that I just overall I just seem to be feeling better about myself. I mean, sure, I've got yeah. all the same bullshit going on, the aches and pains and stuff, but. Uh, but it's but it's been going well, and I'm looking at my stats. And again, you take it for what it's worth. How accurate yeah. some of these things are that that I'm tracking and stuff with my phone and my watch. Like when I first started that trip around Stanley Park, it was probably it was taking me like an hour. The trip was an hour and five minutes, something like that. Uh, I'm doing it in about fifty. Like I went this morning already. My my skate was fifty seven minutes thirty seven seconds. So I've taken off like, well, almost, almost 10 minutes on my skate. Yeah. I mean, and there's, there's lots of things that can influence the time too. Right. So, you know, it's, it's like, you know, even things like winds, you know, what, how windy is it and what direction is the wind? Uh, I am going on downtown, you know, so I am held up or controlled by stoplights. Uh, how busy is, are the pathways? 
Um, you know, so there's a bunch of factors, but still I've taken off a good chunk of time there. So, so that's really good. The other thing I've been tracking is my recovery heart rate. Uh, okay. I so I've been pushing myself, so I'm not really paying attention as much. You know, we were talking early on about, uh, you know, aerobic uh, exercises and stuff and trying to keep your heart rate within a certain range to burn fat. I haven't been too concerned with that. But one thing I have been looking at is my recovery rate. So the watch will, after you stop your exercise, the watch will continue to monitor your heart rate for a full two minutes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if yours does that as well or not. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so... um, so I think it, I think it is, you know, so it's basically you have to kind of be still for two minutes after you hit finish on your, on your watch and, and then just relax. Uh, my, uh, I've seen my heart recovery heart rate drop significantly in that time as well. So like it's, awesome. it's basically after two minutes, it drops to like a hundred now. Whereas before, like it's, it gradually came down. I mean, I have to go look back at some of the stats and stuff, but it, you know, it was certainly above 120 or, you know, even a little bit higher. So it's come down quite a bit. So in that way, um, you know, I think overall I'm doing, doing pretty good. So, and, and, you know, I said this, I say this all the time is like the same thing happens every summer. Like I get out and I do this and I really feel good about myself. And then winter rolls around and I do fuck all. And, and, it, and it's kind of defeating the purpose almost. And then I've got to start up in the springtime again. And it's like I've taken a step back. And, yeah. you know, I just, I have to get out of that, out of that routine and into a continuous routine, even in the wintertime. And I guess that's where the, where the fitness training comes in. So I am still uh, seeing Hannah. Yep. And so that's going well. I'm not, I'm not doing my homework, which is bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I think there's still some, uh, there's still some learning and I think there's even some improvements in the, in that short period of time as well. So, oh, yeah. uh, and the key is to get, you know, some proper form, a proper technique. Uh, and again, it's really simple things that I got to start doing here at home. So, I mean, that's where it'll really pay off. Yes. I think seeing yes. her once a week is good. But it'll pay off if I continue to do that stuff at home, like I'm supposed to be doing, and it's and I'm not. So anyway, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, I looked up this. Uh, I've never heard of this before, so it's super cool. This uh, Seymour Valley Trailway to Seymour Dam, whatever it is. Yeah, it looks it looks like a cool little paved. Like there's photos online, so I'm yeah. just looking at it from uh, all trails. Uh, it looks pretty cool. But there's a paved path, so you can skate the full thing. Yep, yeah, for sure. It's oh, all it's right. all asphalt. It's nice smooth asphalt all the way up there. Yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. It's uh. And it's a really good workout, and um, I mean, sure, you can just go for a relaxing ride up there on your bike if you wanted to, or uh, or or whatever, or, or even a walk. And yeah. uh, but the skate was awesome. I just uh, and I'll probably do that again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's true. It looks uh, it looks pretty badass. Yeah, check um, it out. How are you doing with the heat that we're doing here in the uh, lovely Lower Mainland? Here, obviously, yeah. we're in the core of Vancouver it's not as hot as like Chilliwack grass croft or anything like that but it's yeah. it's still uh, pretty toasty is your place uh cooler than your other place or is it about the same or is it warmer what's going on with you downtown it's probably a little bit cooler I think I, I just don't think we get the morning sun as much as we did at our other place 
Yeah. Uh, so we still get some morning sun. We've got some buildings around us that kind of block a little bit of it. Uh, so if we close the blinds in the morning while that sun is on us, it helps a lot. And um, yeah. yeah, so our our place isn't too bad. The AC is up and running, you know, basically full time now. Uh, our bedroom at nighttime is really comfortable because it's not cooling down much at nighttime. Like it's still no, been it's, a it's it's still been above twenty degrees outside. Um, so yeah, so we've been managing though, but it's yep. but it's really difficult. Like when I go for a skate, like it's at seven seven in the morning, right? And yeah. it's, it's before it gets really hot out because uh, that's just crazy. I just you know I can't handle the heat. I used to be able to go out. And just lie on the beach or lie in the sun all fucking day, man. And I don't know how I did it. <laughs> I, I can't do it anymore. Number one, it's boring just to sit around all fucking day. But number two is I just can't handle the heat anymore. I, I really can't. I don't. If we go to a patio, it's got to be in the shade. I mean, we love being yeah, outside, but uh, got to be under an umbrella or in the shade. And um, yeah, so it's. Uh, I mean, I'm not complaining because it's not raining. It's not cold, but at the same time, the it, it's pretty warm out there, man. So yeah. Uh, today is a little overcast, so it's nice to wake up to a little bit of a cooler weather. Uh, but I, I with you, like I got, uh, I guess I'm on the north side of our house or northwest side, northeast side of our house, and it cooks like my bedroom cooks. So uh, yeah, AC's been up and running, and I haven't really had any issues with that, obviously. But uh, one of the fortunate ones is able to have that. Uh, one of the hottest days. When I got back from vacation, I went up with a buddy of mine who has his pair, his pair of roommates have a pool. So I went uh, swimming in a pool and I haven't been in a pool in years. <laughs> and also this comes back kind of full circle because when I broke my foot, I was like, shit, am I able going to be able to use the muscles again and whatever it was. So this is the first time I actually kind of went swimming and using those muscles again. So I'm happy to report I was able to swim and I'm not dead. So that helps. But uh, I don't remember the last time I went swimming. When was the last time you went swimming? Shit, it's been a long time, man. Yeah. I just, I can't remember at all. I really can't. I I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I have no idea. It's been years. Shit, uh, yeah. So, But uh, it's been so long, I had to buy a new swim trunk because I don't <laughs> fit into my swim trunk anymore. It was a little tight to put up. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I actually it came the other day, so do another one of those. But yeah, I had some fun time just soaking around the water, shooting the shit, and having a couple of beverages. So that was pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, oh, good stuff. But the best part about it was a pool noodle hanging on a, these super industrial pool noodles. You just kind of sit there and you kind of float and shoot the shit. But they showed me an advanced technique. So you take the pool noodle, you kind of flip it upside down underneath your legs. So you're like kind of floating on it like a seahorse, and you can rest your beverage on top of the pool noodle. Oh, no way. Man, game changing. Wow. <laughs> Big fan of that. Wow, life is good. <laughs> life was, it was a pretty good day. It was a pretty good day, I can lie. I was hoping to go see the movie Nope after that uh, excursion in the pool because my work schedule, I'm on like opposite work schedules than anyone. I start work at 3 o'clock, end at 2 o'clock. So like at 10 o'clock, I'm still full of juice. But uh, I decided not to go see it. I'll go see it uh, next week or hopefully at some point this week. Um, I do want to touch on something that's pretty big news that while we are away was um, this mental health hotline. So instead of calling 911, which we all know 911 for is used for emergencies, there's going to be a new thing that's hopefully rolling out. It's only in the States for now, but I think it's going to be coming to Canada pretty soon. And it's going to be 988. And I don't know if you had a chance to read this, but I think it's a pretty solid initiative because there are mental health hotlines out there. You got to dial a big ass number. I don't know what it is. But that's the problem. I don't know what it is, so I can't refer to anyone. But 988 to 
dial a number to get you help, I think is a, a brilliant idea. Hopefully it'll do, hopefully it'll save more lives and help more people out. But I think it's, I just want to touch on that. I think that's yeah. a pretty cool idea. Yeah, no, I think it's a great idea too. Cause you can yeah. call, uh, can you text as well? Um, yeah, I think, I think you can. Yes, you can yeah, call so or, or text. Uh, it looks like it's coming to about half of the states in, in America uh, at some point, if it's not there already. It's, um, you know, I think it's, I don't know if it's uh, costing a lot of money to, to, to fund because there's the infrastructure, there's the people to manage the lines and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I think, yeah. I think the whole concept is, is excellent. And I think it's, uh, we have to do whatever we can to help help people right and uh uh, that's certainly a a hopefully a way that's going to do that and then so they need it they need to do it here i think so too yeah and it sounds like it's going to happen here eventually not right off the top but it's uh it's a super cool uh really cool initiative that they're taking because it's so much easier so like do you know what the mental health number is the top of your head Uh, yeah no i don't yeah so that's like for that's that's an issue right so we can't can't help people or do something. Hey, maybe call nine eight eight. Give give yourself a little bit of a, uh, you know, help yourself out there and do things. A lot of yeah. people are struggling right now, not only with that, but like you know, there's different sorts of anxieties and, and stuff. Because I don't know if you're aware, but the, we have a pandemic happening. No way, really. <laughs> uh, you actually had a great article. It's similar to one mine was, but uh, you know the different waves you're talking about different waves and what's going on but it sounds like the new dominating wave is the BA.5 yeah um but let's back up a bit uh but when I uh in July when I picked up my pair of roommates to come back home they actually both contracted covid yeah um so they're now testing negative everything's all good but I successfully avoided them like the fucking plague and uh, I never caught it so I was one of those few people, you know, washing my hands more diligently. Even in the house, I was masked up to go to the washroom, to the shower, or just like making sure I was keeping myself protected. But uh, yeah, luckily, I still haven't caught the stupid thing. I know it's coming, but uh, you know, it's still it's still alive and well, and it's it's flourishing. And like all the articles are saying, it's probably going to ramp up again in the fall when people are hanging up more inside and all this shit. Well, I think last I heard, August could be could be potentially you know, quite serious here. So yeah. uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, it's, uh, I mean, the numbers I think have already increased uh, here in BC as far as hospitalizations go. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I think overall, just because it, the variant is not as severe, it, it is more, you can, it's, it's easier to pass around, but it's not as severe, but it's still hurting people and people are still landing in the hospital and it's still hurting our healthcare system. Yeah. And that's what people still fail to, to realize, I mean, it's it, it, everybody thinks I, I that this has gone away basically, and it's it's people still call it a cold, and that's wrong. You don't have this type of uh, type of uh, thing going around normally in the summertime, right? So, and yet here we are. It's 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 still just as bad as it ever was. Just because it's not as severe, people may not have as serious symptoms. Doesn't mean that this isn't a problem. Yeah, so, no, um, so, so yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's the same old bullshit. I mean, we're, I still mask up everywhere. You know, there's a couple, yes, there's a couple things we've done that I, you know, I, I, I kind of think about it after and I'm kind of maybe kicking my ass. Like, you know, even Saturday we went to this little restaurant in, uh, 
in Gastown. And because it was so hot outside, they had the doors all closed. Uh, because, it, yeah, it was just like the, the patio was so hot that they couldn't, yeah. they didn't open it. So everybody's stuck inside. I don't think the ventilation inside this place was all that great. And here we are, we're eating and drinking without a mask and that sort of thing. And I just, you know, you think after that, like, fuck. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's not a busy place. It's not a big place either, but like it's, uh, you know, it'd be so easy for somebody to pass it around and so easy for you to catch. So it's, so it's stuff like that, you know, it's just, uh, you know, uh, it's not like I'm taking chances, but everybody seems to be letting their guard down a little bit. And so, well, some people are completely letting their guard down altogether because they they just don't give a shit anymore. And, you know, um, you know, you, you, you said it yourself, you know, your mom and dad got it from their cruise probably. And, uh, you know, people are continuing to fly and travel and it's just spreading everywhere still. And I just, uh, I don't know. It's, you know, I think we're in for a kind of a bad month, but what's happening next? You know, we don't know about the next wave of uh, vaccinations or the booster because they're still, at least in BC, they're still refusing to administer the fourth uh, vaccination or the second booster here to people who are under the age of 70. I actually got an email about that a little while ago. Well, I did too. Uh, I, I, yeah. I got a, We got a text message and we're saying, they're saying that it's coming, but they didn't say that you are available, that you're eligible now to go get it yes. if you wanted yeah, to. That, that's, that that's the thing. It's just that it's coming. We'll notify you when you can book your appointment type thing. And it, they make it yeah. sound like it's still going to be the fall time uh, because I don't know, are, are they still waiting on this, the development of this, uh, this booster that will fight this, these new variants, which, which they are, but, but it just seems like the government here is waiting for that. And who knows how long it's going to take. And in the meantime, this is just fucking spreading all over the place. And again, yeah. and again, people are ending up in the hospital. Uh, healthcare system is, is there, they are overworked, man. We're two years plus into this and they are probably that industry or that, that, you know, those people are the affected the most by all this. They've got so much shit going on and they're all burnt out. I mean, there's no staff to run some of these places. Yeah, it's it's getting it's getting worse. And a lot of you hear a lot of these people are quitting because they just can't take ex- ex- job anymore. Exactly, exactly. I yeah. mean, there's already a doctor shortage for, I think, just overall. And then, you know, throw this on top of it. I read, a, uh, this was back, uh, it may have been a month ago already. I, uh, there was in North Vancouver at the hospital there. What's the hospital called? It, it is called Lionsgate Hospital. Yeah, Lionsgate Hospital, yeah. yep. There was a woman who was stuck in emergency in the, in the corner for two days because they were so busy. There were no beds. I think she did have COVID. She eventually died. Like they were trying to sort of isolate her. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They were trying to isolate her by sticking her in a back corner. And this, I'm not knocking the nurses or the medical staff. Yeah by any means by, because they were, they were, you know, they were trying to isolate her as best they could. Uh, the fucking hospital is fucking busy. Emergency's busy. They've got, what else? They didn't have any place for her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she died. Uh, she, she died a couple days later. She was stuck in that hallway, I think for a couple days. And, um, that, I mean, that's unacceptable. It is. There's just no way shit like that should be happening. And again, I'm not blaming the medical staff at all. They, I think, did the best they could under the circumstances. Um, 
it, it's 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 the system as a whole that really that really failed and yeah. yeah it's like if if that if i'm that family uh i mean what are they gonna do i'm sure they're pissed off you know yeah. um you know and sure it's just a lawsuit so you know I, I, that doesn't solve the problem you know and they might they yeah. might get their some cash or whatever it is i'm not saying whatever it is people should be suing for every little thing but this is serious um yeah but a lawsuit's not going to fix the problem either. So, no, it's the, and I, I'm sure, like, not to put it like in a, like, I'm probably sure, like, she was still getting the uh, attention that oh, she needed. Yes, yeah. But, but probably it ended up happening. She needed a ventilator and it wasn't available. Or like, what was the, like, what was the ultimate cause? Do, do you remember reading it? Yeah, I, I, I cannot, I yeah. cannot remember the full story. And again, I'm not. Uh, again, I think she was yeah, being well, yeah. she was being cared for as well. But it's just yeah. it's just that she she was sick. They were full and busy and just couldn't. Um, again, under the circumstances, couldn't treat her as well as they normally would have would have been able to. Yeah. So that's it's again, it's nobody's fault. I'm not pointing at doctors or nurses. Uh, I am pointing at the system, and I guess when you really look at it, I'm pointing at the people who just don't fucking care anymore, and who are helping to spread this everywhere without, you know, giving a shit for anybody else, right? Um, you know, having said that and stuff, I was out in the thick of it on the uh, well Wednesday night, and um, everybody who was coming through the transit system here, I would say about five percent of them are masked. Yeah. That's and it. this is like on Wednesday, it was less busy, but it was, uh, there was probably about 250,000 people at the fireworks on Wednesday. Uh, this past Saturday, we clocked in at 450,000 people. Holy shit. Yeah. And I, I was working that night. It's just my regular night to work. So, uh, you know, watching the, the trains and stuff roll by, um, nobody in the trains were wearing a mask. We saw like, we were getting updates to our phone, like our group chat, and someone was taking like live shots of what's of happening. Looks like the fucking Walking Dead towards you, but <laughs> nobody was wearing a, a, a mask. Like I say, about five percent of people are still wearing the masks on the transit and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's I actually it's getting, it's getting tough. It is, it is. I actually went to work uh, three days in a row. Was it not last week? Week before. It was yeah. since the last time we chatted here, anyways. Yep. But uh, yeah, I went. So I went to work three days in a row: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And, and you're right. I, I mean, I wasn't counting, uh, not scientific, but yeah, I was. I was probably one out of twenty people, yeah, uh, wearing a mask. And it's just, and, and the buses are packed. You know, especially in the summertime here. You know, buses exactly. buses are packed. People wearing their fucking backpacks and not taking them off on the bus. And that's another another fucking story. But uh, yeah, people people are just trying to carry on as as if nothing happened, as if nothing is still happening. So yeah, crazy. I am waiting for uh, like it's like we're. I don't know why Dr. Bonnie Henry is not on TV or whatever the fuck it is. You know, say what you want about her. It was still updates and whatever's happening. Like, why aren't we continuing to be getting, like, continue updates for 
what's happening in the stats and stuff. I know some like weekly they're releasing some stats here in Vancouver or whatever the fuck it is, the lower mainland, whatever it is. But uh, even that's getting harder to find. Like I haven't seen that in a couple weeks now. So yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, it's it's getting uh, like I guess that the, they stopped caring. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Nope, I'm I, I'm I just I, I shake my head, man. I like I have no idea, and uh, it's like they are basically. Uh, I will, you know, they care. I guess it sure yeah. seems to everybody. It sure seems to the like you know the public doesn't think that they care. You know they yeah. they probably do, but at the same time, like what is what is what what's going through their head? Why are they making the decisions that they're making? Why does it seem like they've completely abandoned everybody? Because it that's that's why people kind of feel what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, that's what exactly. That's why it feels like, and uh, I don't get it. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's, it's honestly bullshit. I, I don't know. And like you go into restaurants and stuff now, like no one's. I obviously it doesn't get uh, you know this from research and stuff that COVID doesn't travel on food now, but you know like watching all the waiters and waitresses want you no know, ma- maskless and all this shit now it kind of gives you a little bit of an irky feeling, you know what I mean? Like I get what you mean by going to a restaurant and you know you kind of feel a little bit of shame for it, but uh, you know like I guess are people just trying to get out and live their lives now? Like I don't really know like what it is. I mean I know I'm guilty of it. I've uh, you go in a restaurant, take your mask off, and do your thing and. Um, you know, but I still mask up in the grocery stores and when I'm on the trains with the people and, and all this stuff too. So and I'm still trying to continue to do my part. But yeah, you're right. You feel a little guilty sometimes that your your mask is off and you're kind of eating some food. And, then, you know, it's uh, it's a little bit of a weird feeling. Yeah, it is. And and um, last week, I think, the Canadian Blood Services said that they were going to stop the, uh, the mandatory mask. Um, thing at all of their donation centers and um i mean even myself i guess i was a little really pissed off about that and uh you know because here you are a sort of the a medical facility i guess you know uh and they are they are releasing or relaxing uh these protective measures that you know are are you know preventing the spread of this virus and yeah. so, so to me, it, it's it, to me, it doesn't make sense that they would want to do that. Um, see, the thing is, there there is a blood shortage, you know, and I think yeah. they've been they've been wanting, they've been advertising, uh, marketing for donors. I think all summer. Uh, I don't know if that has helped or not with the with the blood bank or what you know what's what they have available. But I don't know, like it's like on one hand, are they any different than a restaurant? Are, are they any different than a grocery store? Uh, is it any less safe to go donate blood than it is to go to the store or go to a movie or, or whatever, right? Like a concert and, whatever, yeah. and, and you know what? It, it pro- I, I, see, but that's the thing. That's where we're at now. Things are so relaxed now that people, people are thinking that... Uh, you know, we're a little bit crazy if we think a medical facility is uh, relaxing their their um, their protective measures, and so it's it's kind of like like on one hand, okay, I guess I can see it. On the other hand, well, to me, it still doesn't make sense because again, it's a medical facility. Like it's you know, you're trying to help people, you're trying to protect people. Um, to, to me, it doesn't make sense to. Yeah. 
to not require masks in a facility or a, a place like that. Um, like, I don't get it. And then there's always the long COVID issue here. You know, I, I just, you keep hearing about it. I still don't think that, you know, it's real. It's real for sure. Oh, yeah. But I just don't think, at least in here in BC, that they've really uh, have found a way to track or determine, I guess, if these illnesses are, in fact, caused by long COVID. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I'm I'm certain of it. You know, they've got there is tests and research done that show yes, it's real. But you know, it just seems nobody cares about that either, right? And that's why people are just relaxed and carrying on like nothing's going on. So I don't know. It's tough. It's bullshit. Uh well, let's move on. Let's move on to a happier topic, Ticketmaster. You had an interesting topic, uh, prep stuff this week. Uh, why buying concerts is a, concert tickets is a living hell. And it's been a living hell for years, man. Like, it was a great article. I enjoyed it. But, like, it's not a, a fun experience. Like, you want to go see a band who you haven't seen in a while and you're stoked to see the show and you got, like, four buddies trying to buy a pair of tickets and shit, ready to rock. But, um, you, they, like, the article said it's sold out in 10 minutes or 10 seconds even. Like, and it's happened before. Like, I know the big, the highest profile one recently was Adele. Yeah. Adele was doing her Vegas stuff. She signed up for it, had to cancel the dates, and then re-signed up for it, and re went on sale this past Saturday. And all the Vegas shows, she had 39 Vegas shows. It all sold out within seven minutes. Wow. And, um, you know, obviously people are traveling around the world, destination, fucking whatever the hell it is. But, you know, it's just getting, it's getting to the point where it's not making going to concerts fun and don't yeah. even get me started on Ticketmaster because I've hated Ticketmaster for a while I know you hate Ticketmaster oh yeah and um, the fact that Ticketmaster allows re like ter- verified resale on their own website is bullshit because how many tickets are they actually releasing and then how many tickets are they holding for this verified resale I know that if you're buying a ticket to whatever show I'm going to go see like a new kids on the block tomorrow but if I'm buying a ticket for that show you're probably going to end up seeing it or selling it however you're going to do it you're not going to sell it back to Ticketmaster so they can sell a ticket for you that's the, that's just them ripping you off and there's been a lot of artists who have tried to combat this Take on Ticketmaster, take on the bots or whatever the hell's happening for this shit. Yeah. And um, yeah, you just, the people are just getting screwed. And just, yeah, it, it's, it's not a fun time. It's, yeah. you know, you know, yeah, the, it sucks. It does. It, it does. The system is no further ahead now than it was 20 years ago or even back in the days when people used to line up uh, for days to purchase concert tickets, right? Yeah, uh, I, things are no better now. You know, everything's everything's electronic, and you know, technically or theoretically, I guess it's supposed to make things everything easier. And of course, that's never the case. So, um, it, it, the, it, it's a problem. It, it really is. Yeah. And I don't know. You know, I don't know that's Ticketmaster. And again, you're right. Ticketmaster's not the only one. The other big one is AEG in the states. Well, yeah. their AEG is worldwide, just like Ticketmaster. I think. Um, you know, it's just a much, it's a problem for all of these big, um, promoters and I I just, you're right. Do they, I don't know that they care. I don't know that they are doing enough to solve the problems. And, you know, again, part of it, part of it is this two tickets tier system, right? Is like you said, is 
is how many of those tickets actually become available before they actually before they end up going on this reseller system where they're basically double dipping i mean they 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 charge their 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 fees service fees and all that on the initial purchase and then they charge them again on the resale right so yeah. so there's a big there's a big problem right there and uh you know this article gets into some other things like sponsorship well yes that's part of it, it you know again sponsor sponsorship and advertising unfortunately has become a part of every single fucking thing we do nowadays and you know i i just it's i i i hate it i you know i hate all kinds of fucking advertising man and it's just <laughs> i really do yeah. i just it's it sucks everywhere you go now tv radio newspapers uh, internet obviously is the big one yeah. um i will i if if there's a way for me to bypass uh any sort of advertising or block it i i'm going to do it and fuck you know it's just i will not tolerate it um but the sad thing is it's it's a reality for most of the things that we want to do nowadays or, or it's a it's a it's a part of business and um but yeah so that's that is part of the problem so i think you know venues have sponsors um you know i think even the even the artists i think want to allocate a certain amount of tickets for say they're fan clubs, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So, so there's multiple reasons why these tickets, I think get these concerts get sold out so quickly and bots, bots are the big one too. And bots are as big, a, as much of a problem now as they were back in the days when a lot of this kind of turned electronic in the first place. Yeah. And that's what I mean. You know, I, I just, I don't think Ticketmaster has done enough to, to solve the problems here. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's an ongoing thing, and I just it's another reason to hate going to concerts because because I hate supporting fucking Ticketmaster, man. I, I won't give the yeah. money if I don't have to. Uh, it's part of the reason why you know I, I'm reluctant to go see a show at the Commodore now is because I have yep. to deal with Ticketmaster. It's more expensive. They're they're I'm giving them more money for fucking their stupid service charges. Um, yeah. You know, some of the shows sell out right away and I may not even get a ticket if I, even if I wanted to. Stuff like that. It's just, it's just so, so much fucking work just to go see a live show now, man. It sucks. And it's stressful. It, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. So but, anyway. I don't know. Uh, do you have any shows lined up? I still only have that one show in uh, late in September at the rickshaw kick. Oh fuck! I always forget this. This Japanese psychedelic band uh, oh, yeah, at, at right. the rickshaw. Yeah. yeah, a couple of days before that, John Five is playing at the rickshaw. Two or three days before that, I would love. Yeah, to- it's like August or something like that, isn't it? No, it's September. I think it's September as well. It's the twenty seventh. I think. <clears throat> Uh, at least if I'm getting my dates right, or maybe you're right. I fuck it. I I, yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I was looking at that show too. I don't know if that's a work day or not for me. I would actually wouldn't mind seeing that uh, show. John Five. Oh, where is it? Oh, I, you're right. It is August August thirtieth. Yeah, at the rickshaw. John Five. The show I'm thinking of is oh Ohm, uh, a band called Ohm. O M. Oh yeah. There are two three days before the Kiko Gaku Moyo show that I'm going to see. Yeah, that'll be all right. Uh, I actually have a fuck ton of shows lined up. Actually, this Friday, I was just putting around the internet, yeah. and comedian uh, Louis C.K. Oh, okay. is playing in New West. 
He's playing at the Massey Theater. Oh, wow. Or uh, performing at the Massey Theater. I know he got canceled a little while ago for exposing himself or whatever the fuck that is. But uh, I purchased tickets to that. So that's a date night for this Friday. Uh, I'm going to cool. see another stand-up comedian, uh, Eliza Schlesinger. She's at the Queen E Summit Point. Uh, Laura Jane Grace, who is formerly of Against Me. Uh, she's at the Rickshaw on the 24th, seeing that show. Uh, going to Roger Waters on the 17th of September. Uh, Lamb of God on October the 9th. And uh, we re- recently purchased, I purchased tickets to, with a bunch of buddies to go see the Motley Crew and Def Leppard. On the second of September, we rented a suite for that. Oh no so way! Going, and going well, not me, but he's like, "Hey, we're going to the suite. We need more bodies. Can you come?" Like, yeah, sure. So a suite ticket for that was uh, it was sixty nine plus all the service fees. So for two tickets for that, it was like one forty six. I don't know where it's going to be, but it's just going to be a shit show. So uh, yeah, I, I actually got a couple lined up. I'm actually most worried about the BC Play show because. Yeah. Out of all the people not giving a fuck, those people aren't going to give a fuck. But yeah, uh, no, no kidding. A lot of, a lot of shows. Uh, actually, didn't really realize how many shows I had coming up. That John Five one seems like a pretty cool idea, but yeah. I can't make that. It's a work day, and I'm fucked for vacation. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've got a good list here as well that I think normally I would probably be checking out, and I could, I'm still not sure at all about just because of the you know environment we're still in. But like exactly. the, the Tea Party is playing later this week. Uh, yeah. I talked about this band. They were one of my, I think one of my picks of the week recently is uh, Telekinetic Yeti is at yeah. the rickshaw ne- next week. Uh, John Five, Gary Newman, hopefully this show comes through because he's rescheduled a couple times now. He's September yeah. 5th at the Commodore. Uh, who else we got here? Let's see. There's a, I think, are they a Polish band? Where's this band from? Uh, Bat- Batushka. Uh, they are, check them out because, and there's some controversy around that band because there were a couple members way back when they split up. Each of their new projects were also called Batushka. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's pretty messy. One is legitimate. Uh, one is not. Uh, I know that there was a, a fucking big court case going on there between them. This is probably three or four years ago already. So I don't know what's become of that. But uh, that's that's some hip, heavy d- death metal shit. So I don't know if I'm. Yeah. But what I listened to back then was, you know, sounded pretty good. Uh, who else? Testaments coming back. Uh, L7. I know that show L7 is sold out at the Rickshaw later October. Yeah. King Buffalo. I've talked about them before. They're back on November 5th. So there's a bunch of stuff happening. I just don't. Yeah, still. I just don't know. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I haven't been to the Commodore since COVID, and I missed that venue. It's. Uh, if you haven't been, it's the greatest venue that we have here in Vancouver. But that Testament Exodus Death Angel show would be fucking pretty sweet. Too. Yeah, because that is at the Commodore. Yeah, and that's a Thanksgiving Monday. Oh, cool. So okay, that's that's not bad. I actually might try to get that day off. I <laughs> it might be it might be a little bit of a ripper. But for me, it's hard to get stats off because stats for us kick ass. Because yeah. uh, for us here, at government job. It's I mean, it'd be essentially triple time. We get double time plus a day off and lose. So. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, it's hard to pass that up to for a show, but yeah. you know this might be the show to do it. Uh, we never touched it. There's new testament out. I don't know if you listened to that yet. Oh, but, I haven't. Uh, no, I saw that, but I haven't. I don't think I've. Uh, I don't think I've listened to it yet. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. Do you want to do music this week, or do you want to skip on it to next week? Uh, let's uh, 
let's let's pass how about that all right okay. i know yeah. you've got some good stuff actually you know what no you 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 let's talk about one of yours if that's okay with you yeah let's Pick let's one. talk <laughs> yeah no let's talk about that aussie track Yes. Yeah. So Ozzy's releasing a new album. He has about 38,000 guests on it. Um, he's producing it with that guy. He did his last album. Uh, I forget his name now. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, I'm looking it up because totally prepared for this. You know, how <laughs> we go. <laughs> um, the first song he did was with Jeff Beck. Uh, it was kind of, uh, it was all right. It Fuck, I don't, I don't really know. Um, yeah, what the hell was that first song called? Do you remember? Yeah, what it was I, called? I, I can't, I can't even remember what it was called. <laughs> That's how memorable it is. Yeah, uh, it was called "Patient Number Nine. It was, I think, it was the title track of the album. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there were two versions of it released. There was a uh, like a radio cut and an extended cut of it. The radio cut was mad. The extended cut was a little better, but it's still. You know, I don't know if what we're kind of expecting. I don't know if if this was it, whatever it was. Uh, but you know, kind of whatever. But the next single that was released was this current one, and it's featuring Mr. Tony Iommi. Um, and it, it it's cool. My issue with the, with the song is I have a big issue with production now, and you know, especially like Ozzy's last couple albums were really good. Uh, his last one that he put out was decent, uh, but this one it just kind of sounds weird. I'm it's a I think it's a grower. I think it's better than the Jeff Beck t- uh, song. It's also the first time Ozzy's collaborated with Tony outside of Black Sabbath, which is pretty cool. And I do love the harmonica on it. I think that's cool. Kind of a throwback to the Wizard, of course. But um, you know, it's just it's okay for me, man. Like I, it doesn't blow me out of the water. I was expecting something more. What do you think of this track? I, I, you know what? I really like it. Are you yeah, able to okay. play it? Can I throw a little bit on I, it in the background? Yeah, no, hit the button. Oh, yeah. hang on. I got to turn it down. Oh, there we fuck. go. Yep, there you hit the button. Turn it down. <laughs> turn it the fuck down. Okay, one sec. Uh, here we go. There we go. There uh, it is. You know, I, I, I really like this because, well, again, because I am a probably more of a black sabbath guy than i am an aussie soloist hey uh, aussie's got some great stuff especially the earlier stuff i just you know what i i have not been the biggest fan of his more recent solo uh solo albums to me it just sounds like it's, it's all the same stuff it's just um it's softer it's more i don't know it's more fluffy does Fluffy and Ozzy kind of go together? I, I mean, yeah, could. I mean, but that, but that's part of the problem, I guess. I have is that it's just, it's just too, it's too soft, man. It's just yeah. uh, when I list, you know, when I think of Ozzy, I think of the early, early days, Blizzard of Oz, obviously, even stuff after that, you know. Well, Diary of a Madman, yeah, of course, but it, but lots of great songs over the years and. Yeah, recently I've been a little bit let down, but I think this is just heavier. Obviously, Tony's yeah. involved, the heavier guitars. I think Ozzy sounds really good. Uh, I, I like this track. I really do. Yeah, cool. I don't know what I'm missing on it. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe I, I got to give it a couple more spins or something. Uh, it's definitely better than the last yes, it track is. it was. But, um, you know, it's it's okay. I mean, Tony's, I like I said, I love the harmonica on it. I think it's it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, uh, have you touched base, even Ozzy and stuff? Uh, Zach Wild. Zach Wild is... Uh, Involved with this Pantera union, so he's going to team up with the Anthrax drummer Charlie Bennett, I think. Benatani. Uh, I forget. I always mispronounce his name too. So, but uh, so he's doing a Pantera <coughs> reunion tour with uh, Phil and Rex. Um, he's now come out. Zach's come out in a couple of interviews saying that he's not really a cash grab. He's just trying to, have, as a, as a tribute to his best friends and. Uh, of course, the late great uh, Abbott brothers, but um, you know, I, I think it's a I think it's a good idea. I think it's a little late. They should have did it with Vinny was still around, uh, but it's still um, I think it's a good idea. I, I see no problem with it. Uh, I, I think I'd probably catch it if it rolled through Vancouver. Uh, I did see Pantera once. Uh, I saw them for Extreme Steel. Yeah, that was the show I saw um, them too. Yeah. So, uh, so I did get to catch the the greatness of Pantera, but uh, I think I'd see it again. You know, having Living sit on the thing. I'm a big, obviously, Zach Wild fan of BLS. We we went and saw uh, Zach, uh, Zach Sabbath together. That was fucking pretty good. And I've seen uh, Zach with Ozzy a handful of times. So, you know, it's. Uh, I think I'd probably check this out. Uh, yeah. Seeing the songs perform live. What do you? What are your thoughts on the? Yeah, reunion? that was going to be my question to you. Is yeah, would you go? Yeah. Would you go see the show? And personally, I mean, I don't have a problem with them doing this, but personally, I, I, I have no interest in seeing the show. I just, it's yeah. just, I don't know. I, I mean, it's not to say it would not be a good show. I guess I, I, yeah, I just, I, I guess I'm not a. I mean, I love Pantera. Well, you know what? I shouldn't even say I love Pantera. I like Pantera. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I'm a big enough fan that I would uh, that I would go see this. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I, I I don't think I would do it. No, it's just uh, I don't know. To me, it comes down to venue. Yeah. It depends where it's going. I'd see it at the Commodore. I'd see it at Rogers Arena. I'd see it, um, you know, Queenie or something like that. But if it's at like the Forum or fucking something, I'd even see it at the Coliseum. So I, I'd see it. I'd see it pretty much if it's anything but the Forum, because the Forum's gonna sound like a fucking tin can. But uh, yeah, I'd pretty much go and see it. I'd drive out to Abbotsford to see it if it was at the Abbotsford Event Center, whatever it is. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think I would go anywhere else. Um, Lama God's playing the uh, Doug Mitchell Sports Arena up in UBC. Great little venue, but fucking shitty to get to because yeah. it's in the middle of nowhere. There's one parking lot, and to get out of the parking lot after a show, it takes you about an hour to get out of the parking lot. Yeah. It's one way in and one way out. So it takes you a good hour to get out of the parking lot. So yeah. that's, uh, that's super annoying. But uh, Yeah, for sure. See, see, the thing with this Pantera thing is that they are, it, it sounds like they are headlining major festivals, right? And yeah. And I think they they might be throwing in some other you know con you know headlining concerts uh, aside from those major festivals. So uh, so here's that's so that's the thing. They are going to be playing large venues. Uh, see, I I I just don't I I don't know. I just don't agree with that. I just like if yeah. hey if they want to do this, great. Play play the Commodore. I think that's the yep. perfect place. Even play the rickshaw. Right. Play smaller places. Um, because otherwise, I don't know. It just seems uh, like you said at the beginning: is this a cash cow? I, I like or a yeah. cash grab? I mean, I just I don't know. 
And I how much know. are tickets for this going to cost? Well, yeah, they'll be pretty expensive, I'm sure. I mean, who else would be on the bill if it's a major festival? I mean, you know, there's probably going to be some top artists, no question. And that's fine, yeah. but that's going to, it's going to be probably pretty expensive, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's, a, it's, a, it's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. Just kind of have to wait and see kind of what happens. Yeah, for sure. Uh, in the past couple of weeks, have you managed to watch anything cool or are you just, uh, just yeah, I- yeah, no, we have watched, uh, we've watched quite a bit. Um, lots of cool stuff. I mean, summer typically has, is always a quieter time when it comes to TV, at least, at least that's the way it used to be. But now they're, they yeah. release TV shows throughout the year, which is really kind of cool. So, um, uh, so we did talk about a little bit about Better Call Saul, yes. uh, and that's just some crazy episodes because that series is winding down. Uh, part two is out. Part two of season six is out. I think there's only, what is there, two episodes left or something like that? I, I can't remember. But yeah, there's, you know, again, no, not giving anything away here, but uh, if you're a fan of Better Call Saul, you should be watching this final season because it's fucking wild. Oh, you mean about Breaking Bad? Uh, or Breaking Bad, sorry. Yeah. What did I... I oh, you, you said you you said Better Call Saul. So Better Call Saul is out, but yeah. So fan of uh, Breaking Bad because oh, break, uh, Better Call Saul, or Saul Goodman was part of Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah but yeah, I, yeah. no, I didn't mean to say Breaking Bad at all if I brought it up. It was... Oh, no, yeah. but if you're if you're a fan of Better Call Saul, meaning that if you've been watching, if, you, if, if you've been watching up to this point, you should be watching... The, the final episodes here of season six. So, yeah, pretty crazy. Um, a series I talked about before, City on the Hill with uh, with uh, Kevin Bacon uh, oh, is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. really good. Season three has just started. Uh, we're enjoying that show. Uh, Kevin Bacon, I don't know. He's just, there's something about him that's kind of cool and funny. And no, he's quirky he's, and a yeah, good actor. Yeah, for sure. So that's... Um, so that's really good. Uh, one series we we there was only seven episodes uh, for the season, and it's already over. It's it's called The Old Man. Do you know about that? Uh, do you know about that at all? That just kind of creep creeped out uh, out of out of nowhere, uh, and it's really it's really good. It's with um, uh, oh shit! It's with Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow. And a bunch of, oh, and some other, you know, some other talent there as well. But I, I, like, I never knew anything about this until it came out, basically. And we whipped through those seven episodes fairly quickly. Uh, it's a good show. It's really, cool. it's really entertaining. So, uh, so check that out. Uh, obviously, two seasoned actors and yeah. uh, really good performances. And the story is... Um, it's a thriller, obviously. It's something we usually watch, and uh, uh, but that's pretty good. So, so that's that's TV. Uh, I'll mention some film real quick. Uh, we did watch the Batman last night. Uh, three hours of Batman. Uh, we. What'd you think of that? We enjoyed it. It's a dark movie, man. It's uh, it's probably darker than any of the other Batman films, I guess. At least, uh, although, although. Um, the Joker with Heath Ledger was dark, and the Joker, the movie with, um, uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, that was a very dark uh, show as well. So, but we enjoyed it. It was, uh, yeah, it was a pretty good film. So, 
yeah, I think you can, can kind of see what's going next. Do you do you know the story or when the next story will come? Because obviously there's going to be a sequel to this. Uh, yes. What, what's what's the what's the do you know anything details on that? I know uh, the director Matt Reeves has talked about it. They've announced the sequel to it. Yeah. But, uh, no. Uh, no other info. No official date. But I quite I thought the Batman was like, it's three hours. Yeah. I thought it was about forty five minutes too long. Yeah. A uh, lot of it was, it was cool to see because in the comics and stuff of Batman, it's a lot about the underground politics, and you see it a lot in this movie, and it's pretty cool. But I actually really quite dug uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman. I thought he fucking crushed it. I thought he was a decent Batman. I love how it's an earlier Batman, so he's just kind of finding himself as a you know quote unquote superhero. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I quite enjoyed the Batman. Like I said, forty five ish minutes too long, but uh, still pretty cool. Yeah, uh, for sure. The other two things, uh, real quick, that we have that we did watch while you were away, having fun yeah. in uh, in Victoria, we watched um, a documentary called um, two documentaries, two music, yeah. two music documentaries, or or sort of music related. Uh, one was uh, Truth to Power. Uh, Truth to Power is um, about. Um, well, System of a Down, it focuses more on uh, Surge, uh, Tankian, and, yeah. and it basically speaks about, you know, their, their heritage, their history, and the, the Armenian genocide that happened back in 1915. Uh, if you pay attention to the band and their lyrics, you know that they are very political, very outspoken. Yeah. They have spoken about it uh, through their music and in other... Uh, in other ways, about what happened to their people uh, so many years ago, and even some of the um, some of the bullshit that has happened in that country right up until recently, because they they've basically been run by a dictator over there, and uh, people are oppressed, and um, yeah, just just not a good thing. So yeah. uh, if you're a fan of the band system of a down or even if you're not i guess i think it tells a really good story so um so check that out yeah i never knew this existed and it's also yeah. produced or directed by uh joe berlinger who also did the metallica documentary some kind of monster okay i didn't know so that. that yeah yeah that's super cool to me yeah i'm definitely i didn't even know these two existed so i'm stoked to watch these yeah uh cool uh the other one is uh and this this film was mentioned by steve stebbing i think one time maybe our first uh, chat with him uh okay. and i did comment that i wanted to see it at that time and i'm i finally got to it here just uh last week it's a documentary called polystyrene i'm a cliche uh okay. polystyrene is uh, was uh was the uh, front woman singer for a punk band called x-ray specs out of out of the uk back in the um well back in the early punk days i mean they were the band was basically part of that punk movement so one of the bigger bands uh from way back then so it's told the story is told by her daughter named celeste and it just kind of goes through uh the history of polystyrene her growing up, <clears throat> her uh, forming this band, um, basically going on to, to a solo career after that. But she, um, you know, she she's well, she's she's one of the very first, uh, if not the first, 
um, black woman in punk rock. Um, and yeah, it just goes through her, her legacy and, uh, you know, some of the things that, you know, she, she did as a performer, um, it's very good. It's very good. And again, you don't even need to be a fan, I think, of the music to really enjoy this, um, this documentary. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Check, check it out. I thought it was really, yeah, really cool. I remember him because I remember him uh, talking about his daughter producing or directing or putting this together. And I remember that being fucking pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, what's one of the big uh, germ-free adolescence? Germ-free. Uh, germ-free. Yeah, that's that's the name of their their first album. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I remember that album being or song or album. That's it sticks out in my head. Like that's the first thing I thought of. So yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I gotta definitely add these to the list. Yeah. Yeah, check them out. Some good stuff. If and again, there's lots of music. There's always lots of music and documentaries and movies and TV to watch. But uh, but yeah, those two I think have been kind of at the top of the list. So we finally got around to seeing those. Uh, and as always, you bring the show down by announcing a death. <laughs> wow! Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, this is this is this one hurt. So I just like. I like I obviously also uh, rest in peace to uh, Nichelle Nicholas Nichols yeah Nichols yeah Nichelle Nichols uh, famously known for Ohura and the original Star Trek series yeah and all those movies uh, I actually talked to her once oh no way I was uh, backstage at uh, one of the Vancouver Comic Con things and she walked by. Still looking old and beautiful as ever, but she walked by. I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" And she kind of looked and stopped, and she shook my hand. Hey, nice to meet. You. Very humble, very sweet, and yeah. just kind of walked away. Didn't get a photo or anything, but had a little quick interaction. But uh, from what I've been reading online, she was quite the uh, sex symbol back in the '70s. Well, well, maybe she was, but uh, obviously she's she's really well known for um, you know for for her like she was she was a pioneer. Definitely, Um, you know, and she's, she's known for, um, for her activism and, uh, you know, supporting women and um, yeah, yeah. She, she's done a lot of cool things even since, you know, the Star Trek days. I mean, she did go on to star in the six movies, I think that followed that original series way back in the late sixties. You know, she, she, yeah. It's yeah, it sucks, man. I mean, yes, she was yeah. she was eighty nine, so she's she yeah. she's she's getting up there, uh, you know. But it's still it's still kind of sad because I personally enjoyed that original series so much. Uh, she was a very big part of that show. Uh, oh, yeah. She was a very big part of the movies that followed. Um, yeah, but but again, she you know she she tried to you know to. She was an activism for for women of color. Um, yeah, it, it's it just you know it's it's kind of just too bad that uh, yeah too bad that our bodies give out on us because I think she just she did pass away peacefully. I don't know if there yes. was a lengthy illness involved or anything. It doesn't sound like it. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it just it kind of sucks for the world of entertainment uh, to hear stuff like this, but that's. Part of life. I didn't know she had a big. Uh, well, she was really involved with uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh yes, yeah, for yeah, sure. I didn't really yeah. know that. Yeah, and she helped recruit, uh, you know, women for NASA, and uh, yeah. 
you know i mean she did so she did so many things yeah yeah so a pioneer she was a pioneer for us definitely and uh since we're on that topic uh if you're a basketball fan uh bill russell also passed away oh. bill russell was the one well he won 11 championships with the boston celtics way back uh, uh that was a number of years ago as well because i think he also was 89 i think so he passed away yesterday so yesterday was kind of a shitty day oh yeah shit that's not good yeah 89 not a good age yeah so darn 89 kids (laughs) no so hey looking back at the original series then for star trek uh, again that was over 50 years ago that that tv series right there are only two of the of the of the you know main major cast uh, of the main cast from that three those three seasons there's only two left can you we got william shatner of course george takey Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, Mr. Mis- Sulu. Yeah, yes, yeah. So, uh, and how old is Sulu now? Sulu's in his eighties. Well, we all know of William Shatner. Didn't he just turn ninety? Didn't he just turn ninety? Uh, so Sulu uh, George Takei is eighty-five. Yes, and William Shatner is still putting out tunes. Yeah, uh, uh, Shatner's ninety-one. Fuck, man, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 um, so Nicole or Nichelle, sorry, Nichelle Nichols, she was 89. Uh, George is 85, you said. Um, 85, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, 85. Yep. <laughs> William Shatner's in his 90s. Like, holy fuck. Did they perform experiments on these people while they were filming that show way back then or something or what? It was the, uh, you know, it was their encounter with the Romulans. Ah, uh, okay. That's what it was. <laughs> the, the dilithium crystals. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, maybe Khan might've had something to do with it. Okay. But, uh, you don't really, we don't really know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's one of those things. You said, did you finish watching that new one, Star Trek yes. Enterprise, Star Trek? What was the new series uh, called? The next, no, not the next generation. Um, fuck. See, I've talked. The next next series? Yeah, uh, yeah, shit. shit, I don't know. Uh, but we get, it's called, follows uh, Commander Pike, right? Yes, yes, Captain Pike, who was the, it's sort of, it's sort of like a prequel then, I guess, to um, to Star Trek, the original series. So, um. Yeah, it was Star Trek Discovery. No, not Discovery. Nope. Strange New Worlds. I think Strange I, New Worlds. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. Again, there were a couple of episodes there that really sucked, but it finished really well. So I'm looking forward to the next season. And of course, there is a next season. I think they've got a lot of story still to tell. Before, I assume it's going to lead right up to hopefully, I think where the original series picks up because that's they've kind of referenced that already so um hopefully it they'll kind of fulfill their storyline properly i hope so i mean the star trek storyline is all over the place but have you ever have you watched that cartoon star trek the star trek lower decks no no is it going to well i you know what i don't know much about it i don't know what time frame it kind of takes place in um and because i've never watched the other series i don't i i I can't say that i'm all that interested right now yeah i don't know i i know so what i gather is it's 
they're gonna there's different seasons. I know they just wrapped up season three. Oh, okay. But it's about the crew live so it's it's not about like the Captain Kirks and the uh you know, the Spocks and Uhuras of the world. It's about the people underneath them, so living in the lower oh, okay. So it's an animated cartoon. Yeah. And I think it's supposed to be actually pretty funny. Yeah. So just kind of what, what's happening. I know I have uh, the seasons ready to rock, but uh, or seasons one and two at least. But uh, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I still got to watch that new Star Trek. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. Like I said, I usually try to wait till there's a couple seasons out so you get the lore because I hate being, I hate watching shows and then getting. It not continuing on, you know, it doesn't complete the story or whatever it is. So, yeah. you know, it's good to hear that it wrapped up and kind of hinted toward the original series a little bit. So, you know, maybe after season two, I will give her a little bit of a spin. Sounds good. Uh, this week when I got back, I had a chance to watch Miss Marvel. It's the new Disney Plus series. Uh, follows a um, Middle Eastern girl around. So it's actually, it's pretty funny. A little kitty i think but they really tease mutants in the uh, mcu oh, okay. so it's cool to see that marvel yeah mcu marvel cinematic universe yeah so they uh, really tease that it, it's cool if you got six, it's six episodes it's, it's pretty funny it's it's well written it's high budget it's marvel it's it's pretty decent yeah but uh uh is it worth watching it's worth watching if you got some extra time on your hands don't you know stop your day for it but uh Another big thing that happened a lot was Comic-Con. A lot of new cool shows got announced. Um, we are actually trying to get Kevin Smith on the show. Kevin Smith announced Clerks 3 a little while back, and he's doing the convenience tour. So he goes around city to city, charges 50 bucks, does, uh, plays the movie, and does a Q&A after it. So he'll be here in Vancouver sometime in September, October. And uh, we're trying to get him on our uh, little, little podcast here. So we're working on that. But... Uh, I think that would be cool to watch or see. Are you a fan of Kevin Smith at all? I, yeah. I know I, of his no, flicks? Well, I, mean, I know of his flicks, of course. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah, good movies. Um, you know, I don't, I don't keep up with him, I guess, maybe as other people do. So, yeah. uh, you know, but hey, I, you know, entertaining stuff. So, yeah, of course. I know Clerks is, was his big one. Yes. Black and White did, uh, did, did Clerks 2, just Clerks 3. Right. And of course, Mall Rats Chasing Amy, uh, Jane Saw Bob Strike Back, all this stuff. So it, it's, it should be pretty good. Um, you know, I, I quite enjoyed Clerks 2, but having said that, I hated Jane Saw Bob 2. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, we'll see how the third one is. We'll see if he's, quote unquote, still got it. But uh, he directed a movie here it was with uh it's kind of like a horror movie kind of up your alley um it has john goodman in it uh should i, I forget what it's called um it's happens in an old school town john goodman plays the bad guy which he didn't really do before yeah oh, wow no oh. really really cool movie and he also directed a movie recently that i found out about it had i'll find it we'll get there. okay um it was called, he's doing, it's not, hold on a sec. It's, oh, he's got so many fucking writing credits. Moose Jaws, the Goldbergs, Clerks 2, oh, Dogmo, another good one. That wasn't Yoga Hosers, Red State. Red State is fantastic, yeah. So that was the movie that was filmed here? Or no, which one's I don't think it was filmed here, but that's the movie with John Goodman. okay. Okay. So it's a kind of a horror movie. 
It's uh, it's pretty cool. You should check that out. Okay. I remember being super impressed by it. Kind of horror title list. Add that to the list of shit. Red States. Uh, okay. Uh, but there was another one that he did. Uh, Kilroy was here, which I didn't know about. So Kilroy was here features um, Chris Jericho because uh, wrestling's kind of in the news a lot this last couple of weeks. But uh, Chris Jericho, uh, WCW wrestler, then WWE wrestler. Now he funds or uh, watches AEW, and he's in it. Okay, and it's supposed to be kind of another horror flick movie. It's not out yet, but uh, uh, Kilroy was here was another Kevin Smith one that's supposed to be pretty good. Okay, so. Keep all that shit on the list. Hopefully, we get advances to that shit. But, cool. Uh, yeah, definitely check out Red State, and hopefully, Kevin Smith will join us uh, later on in the next couple months. And um, as always, uh, you know, we're always looking for new guests to keep you guys entertained. And it's a bit of a bitch, but we're getting there. You know. Oh yeah. Wheels are spinning. Wheels are in motion. Yes, we're <laughs> we're back at it for a couple of weeks, and then I'm off for well, we're, couple. we're taking a couple of weekends off again in later August here. So, uh, but then back to regular programming hopefully every week from there out there until until christmas yeah yeah well actually we're gonna have to take a week off in november because i'll be in vegas oh yes yes your big happy Uh, birthday yeah you know what i don't know if that really affects well i'll talk about this off there no one gives a fuck (laughs) (laughs) i actually don't think it really affects us okay no maybe it does (laughs) (laughs) one day at a time one day at a time yeah let's not look too far ahead yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, with that, I'll say uh, you can find us wherever you get your podcast from: Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, and of course Google Podcasts. Uh, Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter. Fuck cancer. Science is real. Get vaccinated. A woman's body is your own fucking business. And please take care of yourself and be kind, all right? If you like this podcast, make sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. If you don't like this podcast, we'll try harder next week. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We will talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. If you enjoyed anything you just heard and want to fact check it, check out oldmenwhoyellatclouds.com. 